98.5 The Bull, today's hot country with Tig and Daniel. I've said it before and I'll say it again, Tig. I feel like the air fryer is the new microwave. Why do you have a microwave? The only thing you do is cook popcorn in it. Air fryer cook just about anything. That's crazy. I'm telling you, this is the new thing I just saw on uh, Facebook. It was a, a, a article about air fryer hot dogs. And I know you love hot dogs. You go to Quick Trip all the time and get uh, hot dogs. It never occurred to me to cook a hot dog in an air fryer, and it said, click here for the air fryer hot dog recipe. Uh, I can really quickly tell you the recipe if you'd like to hear it. Uh, number one, yes, of course. place hot dogs in air fryer. Uh, step two, cook hot dogs, then remove from air fryer. I'm like, well, this is a great article here. This is Some recipe. A real Julia Child wrote this article here, The Art of Cooking. Uh-huh. But I bet I bet an air fryer hot dog would be pretty good. I want you to come around to liken the air fryer, Tig. Even you can use it. I think it's a waste. Why? I don't get it. So it heats up food. That's what your microwave well, does. Well, that's what all cooking is, right? Do you ever just say, oh, man, I sure wouldn't, you know, going to have people over, going to fire up the old microwave and microwave some hot dogs? When when you have leftovers, like you you went out to Mondo's the other day, uh, and so you got leftover pasta, right. for example. Are you really going to throw that in the air fryer or just zap it no, in the microwave? No, that wouldn't work. So microwave is still, it's the man. Air fryer's the man. But you're not even going to use it to heat up your Italian food. Because it's pasta and it has sauce. <laughs> That's what? <laughs> it'll get down sauce? in there. Sauce? Yeah, it'll get down in there. All right. See, there you go. You can't even use the air fryer. Buddy, air fryer is the new microwave. That's a dumb invention. All an air a fryer is. A dumb invention. Every kitchen has one. They got an air. No. All it does is heat up food, and you've already got that. You've you got would, two. In fact, you got an oven and a microwave you'd already. You'd be hard-pressed to find somebody without an air fryer in their house these days. That's crazy. You're insane. I remember my grandparents got a microwave. They were scared of it. Well, you got to think, and I remember talking to my dad about this. My dad uh, was born in the late 40s, and when the microwave came along, they were all a little freaked because they said, how is this hot and there's no fire? I mean, I think everybody freaked out about it a little Hell bit. Oh, yeah. They had one my grandma and my papa's house. They had looked side-eye with it. They didn't, <laughs> didn't trust it. It's a demon. <laughs> it's not even five the bull. Good morning, Tiger Daniel. I'm seeing, Tig, that um, 411 is going out of service. And I guess 411 is, uh, is that directory assistance? I remember back in the day, uh, you used to could call the operator and you'd say, uh, could you connect me with directory assistance? I need to know somebody's phone number. Mm-hmm. And they'd just give you the phone number. They didn't ask the other person's permission. Like if I was uh, to call up and say, hey, I need to, uh, they'd say city and state. And I would say Tulsa, Oklahoma, uh, Ty Rogers. They just give you your phone number out. Yeah, and they've they've stopped doing that now. Is that because people don't want their phone numbers out? I guess so. I mean, it is kind of with cell phones. We're getting these scam calls all the time, and you know, I, I don't know if it was different back then. Well, I mean, they're just going out of service because uh, now you just Google all the info. Right. This is a thing you know, of the uh, past, and uh, I was just wondering, do you? If you, on a landline now, if you pick up the phone and hit zero, does that still direct you to an operator? And also, if I hit zero on my cell phone, will that direct me to an operator? These are all great questions. I don't know because I just Google anything that I want to know about a phone number. That's for sure. Another thing I saw that I, I felt sorry for this guy. He owns his own gas station here in town. Nice guy. But it's, uh, it's, a, it's like a cell phone, it seems like. You know, the guy just runs it. And I go into his store the other day, and guess what he's got on a... It's dusty. There's only one left, but guess what he's got up in there? Payphone? A map oh. of Kansas. Like a street, like a road map to get up there. And I'm like, uh, This is in Tulsa? A map to Kansas? 
Yeah, it's not even Oklahoma, and I'm just thinking, man, you ought to just save some space for that one. I don't think anybody's going to come here and be like, sir, do you have a Kansas map? Because <laughs> I don't have a GPS suddenly. Yeah, it is funny. Oh, I'm kind of looking to it now. I guess uh, with cell phones, Verizon, T-Mobile, and other major carriers still offer it, but for a fee. So if you really wanted somebody's phone number, I guess you could, if you have those particular cell phones, you could call up and get somebody's number for a fee, though. And where they charge for that. But why, if you can just Google? I bet they don't get a lot of phone calls. Probably not anymore. But mm-hmm. out of everybody in the United States, I mean, some people don't have very good uh, access to Internet. Well, if you talk to somebody a little older than us, man, they would call like an operator to make a call. No matter what, you couldn't just type it in. Mm-hmm. And so there's operators. You've seen the pictures of these people at switchboards and there's wires here and there. And I guess there was something called a party line. And you could just listen to other people talking. Maybe something like that. Yeah, that's like 100 years ago, though. Yeah, but could you imagine you're, you know. Growing up, did you ever have the neighbor that didn't even have a phone at their house? I never had that. I think everybody had a phone around town. We used to live, uh, the Harpers lived next door. They didn't have a phone for a period of time. So somebody would call up our house and say, hey, uh, could you run down there and grab Mr. Harper? <laughs> yeah. And he just ran. He didn't think nothing of it. He just got out, you know, ran the two, 300 yards over to their house. Like, hey, you got a phone call. Then they ran back. <laughs> Very neighborly of you. It's 98.5 The Bull. It's 643. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Duval Plumbing Traffic Center. The big traffic news of the morning is that east and westbound BA will both be down to two lanes between Lewis and Highway 75 starting at 9 this morning and through most of the year as they work on the pavement. Also, the eastbound BA on-ramp from 14th Street will be closed. I'm Carly Rush. That's a quick look at your traffic. Thank you, Carly. Ty, what if I told you that there was a state-of-the-art low-dose CT scanner right here in Tulsa that can detect the smallest abnormalities, let you know if something's going on in your body, and it's a in, how do you say it? In, it's invasive. Not it's invasive. In- invasive. No, it's, no. It's, it's non-invasive. I'm not. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> I got confused. No, no, they don't have to go inside you. They just right. take a, a selfie of you. It's kind of thing. non-invasive. Right. There we go. I need my brain scan, and they can do it all at Craft Body Scan. Uh, go to craftbodyscan.com right now, Tig. You can book the most affordable scan available, the couple's heart and lung scan for only $149. So both get in 149 bucks, and you might find something. You always hear stories about, uh, and I hear this from physicians, finding it early is key. Absolutely. Uh, my dad came down with colon cancer, and he goes to the doctor, and uh, they said, uh, Houston, you could have had this for 10 years. You wouldn't have known. But you know what? I looked right here on uh, craftbodyscan.com. They also do the colon scans as well. Non-invasive. That's right. Non-invasive. $149 couple's heart and lung scan right now at craftbodyscan.com. It's 98.5 The Bull with Tig and good morning, Daniel. Uh, Good morning. Tig likes to make a big deal every year and let people know it's his birthday. And uh, so you're turning the big 5-0 tomorrow. And it's what does that feel like? Well, first off, I never talk about it. And secondly, you're way off. And you like to do that because, you know, it hurts my feelings. Um, I thought of the perfect gift for you. Uh, You you said tomorrow you wanted to have a prime rib from Charleston's. Delivered. Now, are you going to make the poor people at Charleston's deliver it to you, or are you going to just send your wife to get it? I don't know. That's her business. You know what I'm saying? She so, said, what do you want for your birthday? I said, I'd like probably, you know, some steak. And how old are you turning? I'll be 43. And you're having your prime rib dinner. And uh, I thought in honor of your 43rd birthday, I'm going to get on Amazon, and I'm going to get 50, no, 43 of those uh, annoying cricket chirpers. 
just hide them all throughout your home. It'll be a gift that years to come you'll enjoy. If uh, you don't know what that is, it's a, it's a little thing that just chirps every now and then. But it's tiny, and you can't find them because they don't chirp for a long enough tone for you to be able to get a sense of direction where this is in your house. You could put one of these in your office building, and people would be needing counseling and stuff because they, they can't figure out where this is coming from. They wouldn't be able to work. It would sink productivity at work from one of these things. Yeah, and they're not going to do that. I assure you, do not do that. Well, you can't threaten me and then say you're not going to do that. I assure you, do not do that. You will. You would have to listen. You'd have to. I think it would drive you so crazy if 43 of them were hidden. You're probably going to find at least 30. That's going to leave another 13. 13 of those things going off 24/7 in your home. I believe you'd have to move out or hire. <laughs> I mean, what would you do? The thing only like chirp and it's like every. Uh, Five to 25 minutes, so you can't hone in on it. My uh, brother-in-law, they did this to some guy that worked at the power company down in Alabama. Hit it in his truck, his power company truck. <laughs> it drove the guy so crazy, He take he's taking the seat out, like he's dismantling the work vehicle trying to find this thing. That's how crazy it would drive you. And not only did they do a, uh, <laughs> I don't know what would be worse, they do a cricket one, and they also do one that's like, like your, <laughs> like your phone. <laughs> I wonder if that's illegal. It should be. I mean, yeah, that's got to I would hope so. And if not, uh, Governor Stead is getting sworn again for his second term soon. It needs to be on the agenda. If I mean, not. it would have to be illegal, right? Because that would absolutely that's harassment ruin your life. Of some sort. And the, the, the cruel thing about these things, you hide it in somebody's house or whatever, and the battery lasts like three years. <laughs> Just, don't even talk about this on the radio. Now people are going to go do this. So would you like me to do that for you in your home? Please don't. You know I've got, I I've got a new cat over there jumping on me in the middle of the night. i got all sorts of stuff going on at that house. Yeah, like fun is fun, but even that would be, I That's, think, even uh, too far for me. Too far. And don't do it, kids. It's uh, 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country, 740 this morning, Gary Allen tickets. 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country. Uh, Daniel thought this was just in movies, and I said, no, this is real life. You can actually go to your bank and rent what they call a safety deposit box. And you go in there, and it's almost clandestine. They bring you behind someplace or something. And the last time I was in one, you even had a curtain you could pull back so the bank employees couldn't tell what you were doing in there. And, uh, so, and, and by the way, like one person has a key and another person has the key. Yeah, I've seen like, this, but always in the movies, they open it and it's like gold bars in there or something like that. Yeah. Um, and they have no, they don't know what you're putting in there. They seems like they would have to know. In a way, I think they I, they would, but I don't know if they have to know what's in there. Yeah, but they must because somebody put something dangerous in it. Right. You couldn't put like anthrax in there or something. So no, no. Um, what what are people keeping in these things? I didn't really know these things still existed. So my mom, like I, I thought it was pretty typical. She would kept some rings that were passed down by her grandmother and, you know, jewelry and stuff like that. There was some documents of hers that were like birth certificates and things like that that she didn't want to lose in a fire or something. And so I have a key and then we got to go down there and turn the key at the same time or something. Like, and, the, and the box opens. You both have to do it? Yeah. So she, she needs her birth certificate out for, like, uh, her driver's license or something. You have to get on a plane <laughs> and go fly down, down to Mobile, yeah, I guess, to go in there with her to open right. this thing that just has her birth certificate in it. But you walk into this safety deposit 
box office or whatever, and it looks like a post office where people got a P.O. box, and some people have play, paid, like, a little bit of money, and they got a teeny one, and then it's all the way up to, like, you could put, like, a whole filing cabinet one of these things, you know, one of the drawers of a filing cabinet. Do you have one of these? Uh, no, but, you know, my dad did. He kept uh, coins and stuff in it because he just didn't want it at the house in case somebody got in there, but... But there's also hundreds of these things around, and we wanted to know what you guys are keeping in your safety deposit box. Like, what are you putting in there? I thought it was just money. I don't know anybody that has one. Like I said, I thought the things were fake, and I'm trying to think if I did have one, I would be tempted to put, like, my Social Security card and my birth certificate in there, but I don't want to have to go somewhere to get that out. Yeah. So we wanted to know, when I look around at these hundreds of safety deposit boxes, what, what is in yours? I mean, it's not snacks. I mean, what do we keep it in these things? That would be kind of funny if uh, you passed away and then your kid goes up there expecting something good in there and it's just a bunch of... Or there's original. <laughs> like some <laughs> strawberry candies that all grandmothers have in the bowl in their house. So what do you got in your safety deposit box if you got one? 918-879-9898. 918-879-9898. We'd love to hear it from you uh, this Friday... Excuse me. Ooh, Monday morning. Jeez. Sorry about that. I wish it was Friday. 918-879-9898. What's in your safety deposit box? 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Tig and Daniel. 740. Gary Allen. Tickets. A very exciting topic we've got for you today. Uh, a safety deposit box. I go into this room, you know, and there's all these other safety deposit boxes. And I go, how in the world do, do we all have something we need to put in such a safe place? And I'm so I'm curious about what's in your safety deposit box. And maybe you'll bring some good ideas to the table of stuff I've got just laying around my house that probably needs to be in the safety deposit box. You know? I don't reckon there could be anything too exciting that would go in there. Well, let's find out. What's in your safety deposit box? Maybe somebody's got something good. Hey, who's this? Good morning. This is Carol. Hey, Carol. How are you? Good. You got one of them safety deposit so, boxes? If you have a paid-for home and they've handed you your uh, abstract, you either need to hand it to the title company for safekeeping or put it in a safety deposit box because if you ever lose an abstract, it costs a fortune to get rebuilt. What the heck is even an abstract? I don't know what that means. Yeah, it's got the history of the property all the way back, and you have to reconstruct every single page when you buy or sell the property if you oh. don't have it. You know what? That's it a great point. I bought this house here in Tulsa, and I got paperwork that was half a phone book because it's 100 years old. And I was able to right. learn, like, you know, how much it was sold for in, like, 1922 or whatever. And if I lose that and I needed to sell the house, I would have to you redo all that. I don't even consider that. to reconstruct it. How many? A few thousand. Okay. I'm put, I they a, charge by the page. I'm getting the box. <laughs> the page. Oh, my there gosh. Come. Well, I appreciate the call, and that's good insight for folks. Might have saved somebody a pile of trouble out there. Well, I'm I'm just uh, fascinated that because uh, I see there isn't there an abstract company uh, on Denver or something like that that I've seen and I've always wondered what Is that, that what was. What they do? I thought it was like a potion or something, but that's extract, <laughs> right? You thought it was a potion store. Well, I was like, oh, well, they sell juice in there. It's uh, <laughs> it's Tiger Dan on ninety eight five The Bull. We wanted to know what's in your safety deposit box. What's those important things you're keeping in there? I looked at my grandma. She had a newspaper clipping in it. Of what? Like, uh, you know, a story about her growing up or something like that. So even that's important to some people.
918-879-9898. What's in your safety deposit box? This is Karen. Karen, you going to tell us what you have in that safety deposit box? Yeah, we have all of our important papers like divorce decrees, death certificates, uh, marriage license, title, stuff like that, and a little bit of money, but... Mostly just the important papers you have to have. You got the door. You got the divorce and the marriage in the same drawer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and when you say you got money in there, you just lay money in there, like change, loose change, and stuff. No, just a few hundred dollars. Yeah, for a rainy day, or you need it, need it for mm-hmm. emergency or something. Hmm. All right, so yeah. some people are still they putting say money. You're in. not even supposed to put money in there. Yeah, but I know people that they just put their coin collections in there, and that's all money. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, isn't that where you put your coins? Who's got any, who, who has coins anymore as far as... Uh... Well, collectors, man. Oh, oh, okay. Coin collections. That's money still. Some of it, you know, is currency. Do people still collect coins? I think so, yeah. I got coin stores all over. All right, yeah, let's take it. Hey, it's Tiger Daniel. Okay, hey, who's that? Hey, turn the radio down, please. Turn the radio down, please. Yeah, yeah, that's us. Hey, what's up, buddy? I don't know much. I actually don't even have a safe deposit box, but y'all are asking about it. I got a buddy of mine kept his grandpa's old service pistol from uh, Vietnam in there, stuff like that, uh, different memorabilia and, like, titles and stuff. So figured that was something y'all were looking for something exciting. I figured I'd holler at you and no, I appreciate it. What they kept in so you there. can actually put a gun in there. I would imagine that's an awkward thing to carry in in order to tell them that you just wanted to put it in a safety deposit box. So they must assume they're getting robbed. Well, I would assume they probably put it in like a safe case or something, and then or like a like a briefcase or something. Take it in there. I remember once I was trying to take them my granddad's pistol, ski mask, and pillowcase, and um, <laughs> to put in there, and they thought uh <laughs> they were conv- remember, uh, Ty, do you remember what I did to my dad that time? He was at the bank, and it was back when they had those. Um, all every, You weren't in construction. Everybody had these things, and they were. It was like a cell phone, but it was also a radio. A, a, oh, like a, my uncle did that to somebody. But a it's, a, it's, it's, a, it's like a thing that hung on his belt, and you could just, uh, you could go, hold the button down, and it would go beep, beep. And then you could just say whatever the heck you wanted, and no matter what you said, it just was out there. My dad was uh, in the bank once. And I got on that thing, and I go, beep, beep. And, it go, and I go, this is a stick-up, which is probably not a funny joke at all. But it just reminded me that uh, th- those things would just go off anywhere. You couldn't preview what they were going to say or what. What were those things called? Those radios. Oh, Everybody had them no for a minute. Mm-hmm. I have no idea, but my uncle's done that to somebody before. <laughs> Yeah, probably not a good idea. He didn't no. like it. Yeah, I bet your dad didn't like it. <laughs> it's 98.5 yeah, The Bull. No, he- <laughs> Have a good day, man. You too. Bye-bye. 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. You know, when it's someone's birthday, you kind of come after them a little bit. It's 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country with Tig and Daniel. And uh, one example I'll give, you know how when it's, if you're on Facebook, it tells people it's your birthday or something, and then your buddies get on there and they say happy birthday, and then they send a balloon gift or You know, that everybody's nice. Mm-hmm. Daniel says, and I can't even say it on the radio. How can I describe it? You say, I, and this is what you write on their wall for everybody to see, by the way. Uh, S on your birthday. And I've been doing that for years, and uh, 
it got to be where people were like, hey, uh, you got to yeah, quit doing this. My boss is on here. So I stopped doing it. And then people were upset if I didn't. Yeah, they're like, it's a tradition now that you're supposed to have that on my birthday. Mm-hmm. But it's, you know, when everybody's out there flowery and emotional, you're just saying stuff like that. And uh, for my 40th birthday a couple years ago, uh, Daniel likes to torture people when it's their birthday. And so he went to a restaurant for lunch. And we were sitting at the bar, and the lady at the bar was there. And then you announced to her, hey, it's my buddy Tiggs. Now I was turning 40. 55th birthday. That's what you told her. There's nothing wrong with being 55. I'm, I just happened to not be 55 years old. And the expectation was is that she would say something like, wow, you look pretty young for 55, like a compliment, right? But here's basically how it went. You'd be the uh, lady working there, mm-hmm. and I'll be you saying... Hey, uh, say happy birthday to my friend here. He's turning 55 years old. Oh, ha- happy birthday. She didn't, uh, yeah, there, was no, there was no compliment yeah, or anything. I was like, okay, so now I'm crushed on my birthday. She really <laughs> fell for it, thought you were uh, 55. But it wasn't a bad strategy. I, I didn't think afterward. There's some people out there that it would actually be good if you told people you were 10 years older than you are. So they'd be like... <laughs> You look great for 45, you know, because mm-hmm. you're actually 35. You could get fake compliments that way. It'd still make you feel pretty good, right? You feel like uh, if you just lie, they'll go, oh, man, this guy uh, doesn't age at all. <laughs> how, how, how far <laughs> do I need to go now? I think 10 years is a good... Uh, but it didn't work. My 10 years didn't work, and I was at 15. What's it going to take for me to look good at 40. Does that hurt your feelings that when people look at you, they with even within a decade, they're like, this guy could be a decade older than he actually is? Yeah, a little bit. There's nothing we can do about it, I guess. Maybe if I walked in and said, it's my 70th birthday, would then maybe I get a compliment? Hopefully, surely people would go. <laughs> if you, they, you said you were 70, they would question it I'll a give little you a, bit. I'm going to try this tomorrow, and I'll give you a number. I'll go to seven. Who do you think places. is more excited about your birthday, you or your little seven-year-old? Uh, the kid. You know, I have to do math now to figure out what what I'm turning. Back when you were that young, you knew you knew all year long you were about to be seven or something. You know, mm-hmm. now it's like God, if I was born in '83 and then I'm then and then, so it's always the kid because he probably made me something. And it's it's more fun for me when he's around for sure. It's 7:30 with Tig and Daniel, and coming up at 7:40, about 10 minutes. Gary Allen tickets. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Duval Plumbing Traffic Center. It's like you always said we would. It's 98.5 The Bull. Today's hot country with us. And uh and Dana, we're a couple beefcakes, aren't we? Yes, we are. We've got a couple more beefcakes with us. Who do we have with us today for the bullfight? Well, we got uh, Randall calling from Broken Arrow. It's going to be taking on Chris from Bartlesville. Guys, uh, you will play against each other in the 98.5 The Bull fight, and the winner gets the tickets. You guys ready to go here? Sure. Ready. All right, guys, all the answers, the questions be- begin with the letter V. And up first, we'll start with Randall. Randall, this is the toxin injected by a snake bite. Venom. Venom is correct. Chris, this is where grapes are grown. Vineyard. Vineyard. What's funny, Ty? Grapes are grown. Grown. Grapes are grown. Grapes are grown. Uh, Randall. You are some quiz master, I got to tell you. Uh, I don't call myself the quiz master, by the way, which I'm thinking about starting to now. 
Like everywhere I go, I don't tell them my real name. It's just <laughs> Quizmaster. Like the Wendy's, they have to go order for Quizmaster. <laughs> um, Randall, this is a person who damages property. Vandal. Vandal is correct. Chris, this is overly proud, especially about appearance. Oh. Uh. oh. Oh, my word. Help him out, Tug. Vain? Vanity or vain. Vain. Randall. This is a term for animals that are pests or nuisances. Oh, my. Help him out, Tug. Is it vermin? Vermin. Chris, this yes. is the graduate with the best grades. Valedictorian. Valedictorian is correct. And with that, we are tied up with two questions to go. Randall, this is another word for a singer. Vocalist. Vocalist is correct. Chris, this yeah. is another name for a large tub. A large tub. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, my word. It was vat. A vat. Uh-huh. All right, Randall. This word means sexy and curvaceous. Help him out, Tug. Don't know. Voluptuous. 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 I've heard that word before. All right, Chris. Whoa. Chris, uh, you get this one right, you'll tie. You'll be tied up. If not, Randall has defeated you in the 98.5 The Bull fight, and the final definition is unstable or potentially explosive. Volatile. Volatile, and with that... We are tied up. We must go to a tie-breaking question. Uh, explain how this is going to work, Tug. Instead of blurting out the answer, you just want to say your name. That's how you buzz in. Say your name if you know it, and then we'll give you an opportunity to answer the question, okay? But this is the question for both of y'all right now. Buzz in if you know it. An occupation for one which is especially suited. Occupation for one... Which one is especially suited? It was vocation. Okay. Are these guys still with us? What's going on, guys? No, we just didn't have an answer. All right. <laughs> no, no answer. Ty could help you out with this one, probably. This is a parish priest in the Church of England. <laughs> I don't know. Help, uh, help him out, Ty. A, a viker? Or vicar? Yes. All right, guys. Here's the third tie-breaking question. If you know it, just say your first name. This word means 
Word for word. If somebody was like, well, I want you to tell me what they said word for word. Chris. Chris. Go. Verbatim. Verbatim is absolutely right. And with that, Chris has defeated Randall in the 98-5 The Bull fight. Chris, you got a decision to make. Will you hold on to these Gary Allen tickets or you want to give those to Randall? Man, I'm going to have to hang on to them. All right. Well, with that, uh, Chris has uh, defeated, and I'm glad that we finally got an answer because I was running out of V words real quick. I noticed when you're using (laughs) voluptuous, I I was like, how many V words are left? (laughs) All right, guys. Uh, Thanks for being in great sports, and um, we're back tomorrow. Another chance, 740 for you to win these tickets right here on 98.5 The Bull. a movie last night that Daniel had already seen and I came in with, uh, you know, I didn't like it as much as you did. I thought it was pretty good and you got all bent out of shape about it. It's a 98.5 The Bull, a movie um, by Bob Odenkirk who was part of Breaking Bad and all that. He started a movie called Nobody. This is like an action thriller. There's like a fight going on. 20,000 fights during the movie. It's a lot of that. And my complaint is like he started beating up some guys on a bus. It's like five dudes. And by the way, they've got knives and things. And uh, in a movie, whenever there's a fight like that, it's nothing like the real life because the person trying to beat everybody up always gets an opportunity to just focus on one guy, it seems. Mm-hmm. And so there's what are the other three, four guys doing while their buddy's getting beaten up? In a real-life bar fight, all four or five people would be actively engaged in beating that one guy up. But in a movie, he gets the opportunity to turn around and you know punch this guy in the face. Meanwhile, the other guys weren't doing anything. Like yeah, they're doing yeah, their taxes a, or something. It, it's a movie. It's not real. You yeah, know, I like know. in Wizard of Oz, she didn't really go to Oz. There's no really no such thing as Oz. It's made up. It's entertainment. And I know that. I know that uh, you can't, like, just beat up, like, five dudes at once. But that's what's fun about a movie. Like, remember my dad uh, one time got into a fight with about four or five dudes at a bar down in Alabama. I guess he'd Paul T. had introduced him to something called peppermint schnapps or something like that. And so my dad tried them and drank about... 10 peppermint schnapps and insulted some guys at the bar. And he's like, all right, fellas, you guys want to step outside? And they all went outside and uh, they whipped my dad's tail, just all of them. So I know <laughs> See, that. there you that go. It's not real life. It wouldn't be as good of a movie, right? I guess not. If, if the guy <laughs> who's the star of the movie got beat up just, so bad in yeah. the first five minutes, he couldn't do anything the else. The movie would be like a minute and a half, yeah. just relentlessly <laughs> beat up. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Duval Plumbing Traffic Center. to watch those shows uh, where uh, people were all flipping houses and stuff. Remember mm-hmm. that? And we all, I think, all got into that and everybody in, in a sense. I mean, even I was like, maybe I could flip some houses, you know. And um, and everybody liked that, I think. But then those shows, you know, when they go away, they don't make a big announcement. They just, one day it's just not on. That Those shows, a lot of those are done, right? Another show was that show Storage Wars. Remember where uh, people would go out to auctions on Saturday mornings and they would pay $100 for a storage unit, and it either had a treasure in it or they had to clean junk out of it for the rest of the show, you know? Yeah. I think that's gone, and they don't show that anymore. They don't announce that that they go away. They should have an announcement because I remember you and I were on a show called Finding Bigfoot. We were on the show. And remember, we couldn't even figure out when our, our episode was going to air, and then eventually it just got canceled. I think we might have been the last show on it. 
And uh, they didn't go. And people on Facebook are like, what happened to the Bigfoot finders? These networks, they don't tell you when something like that happened. I wonder why. Um, I think the, the economy dictates most of that, right? Because remember back before this housing bubble burst or whatever, you're right. All the shows were people buying ha- homes, flipping them, flip this house, uh, and people just making money hand over fist. Then the economy exploded. Then it was shows like uh, people just trying to find gold on the ground. Gold mine show. <laughs> what is that? Was, yeah, gold miners, isn't it? Is that the name of it? That thing's still on after about 40, 50 uh, years, it feels like. Yes, it is still And now on. it's that Parker Schnabel who was a very small kid at the time, and now he's like, he owns the gold mines. He's like worth 80 million bucks. Yeah, and so that, yeah, things got real bad, and then uh, people were looking for gold in the earth, and then there was also Dangerous Catch, where those people all got on those crab boats and risked their lives to catch seafood. Do you even see that anymore? Unfortunately, I think a few of those people died. Yeah, I think so. Such a terrible, it was such a terrible lifestyle. I remember one episode where the guy was like, yeah, I'm trying to get dad to eat something here, so I made him some bacon. At least he's eating. Mm-hmm. Those people will be out there somehow, and the waves are coming over, and it's raining, and they're trying to catch crabs and all that, and then uh, they're still out there, still somehow able to smoke. <laughs> they're not going to drop their cigarettes. <laughs> I mean, they're in a rain slicker. <laughs> waves are coming over the boat. Cigarette stays lit somehow. But do you remember the worst, like, one of these reality shows I ever saw? And this went away fast because I think people hated it, was they would bring you into a studio, and they would ask you questions, personal questions. Do you remember this show? And what they would do is you're hooked up to a lie detector in front of your spouse and family and stuff. So they're in there, too. And the guy asking the questions will say, uh, all right, for $10,000, do you like your mother-in-law? And her mother-in-law's like sitting right there. Well, that, that show only lasted what? It uh, didn't last long because it was so crazy. I mean, even I was like, this is this is harming people. Well, well, it was a lose-lose situation. They would say, okay, for $1 million, the question is, have you ever cheated on your wife? And then if the guy's like, well, the- I won't answer, he's busted. And if he, go, if he answers, <laughs> he's busted. So what's even the point? Like, if you say, if you refuse to answer the question, it's well, obvious. They were ruining lives. They were asking all sorts of questions like that, like asking a lady, hey, have you cheated on your husband? And she's hooked up to the slide detector, and they say, because you've moved up to the high-dollar questions, it's like a million bucks. And she has to say, you know what? I won't answer that question. Which, to me, means she's maybe guilty, right? Yeah, it was a pretty but cruel... But she says, uh, yes, I'll answer it. It was a cruel thing, but yeah, I think that only lasted pretty, one ep, yeah, like one season. Was, Who in the world would agree to go oof. on that show? Ah, uh, man. They probably, you know, those casting calls they do, they don't even tell you what you're going to do sometimes. So, so, in other words, some people would probably want to be on television so badly they would do... Probably anything. Anything they could. like, well, wait a second. I know y'all are going to ask me this. So, I miss those shows. Those were the good old days. The only time I see them now, holidays. They'll bring someone back and do like a marathon, you know. Little, Those were the good old days. Little walk down memory lane and uh, <laughs> yeah, types. <a> bit. <laughs> reality shows. <laughs> the new year. 98.5 Bullseye Traffic from the Duval Plumbing Traffic Center. In 37 minutes, construction begins on the BA. Good morning. It's 98.5 The Bull. Today's Hot Country with Ty Daniel. This is Did You See? We take a look at what the heck's going on around the world right here in the Tulsa area. Brought to you by Care Associates of South Tulsa. Yep, a year-long pavement rehabilitation project is slated to start in 37 minutes.
and uh, it's going to last through most of this year. So the BA is going to be one of those places where, you know, oh, this lane's closed. Oh, this lane's closed. Now, which lane? And uh, sometimes it'll be down to one lane during the uh, phase of this construction process. So that all starts today and will um, be between Peoria and Lewis Avenue. So right there, Peoria and Lewis Avenue on uh, the BA. Looks like it's going to be a little bit of a mess for us. And you don't think they've started already? You think they're just all sitting around waiting for 9 o'clock to hit? Or do you think they've started already? No, I think the mayor goes out there and cuts a ribbon or runs through one of those things at the end of a race or something to get it all started. Hmm. All right. Well, that's good news. Did you see this? That the Bills returned to the field uh, last night, and they returned the opening kick, kickoff for a, a touchdown in the Dahmer-Hamlin celebration game, they're calling it. Damar. Damar. Excuse me, I'm bad. Jeffrey Dahmer. Dahmer? I don't know anything about sports, but Damar Hamlin, yeah. Uh, The excitement level couldn't have been higher in Buffalo yesterday for this celebration game. In fact, the very first play when they return to the field is a touchdown, and uh, that's why people love sports so much. Here's a clip. Fielded at the four by Hines, coming straight up the middle to the 20, cuts it back at the 25. He's got an alley down the right sideline to the 40, 30, 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown, Naheem Hines, 96 yards. What a tribute to DeMar. This kickoff return unit set the tone for what today is going to be, and that's a celebration of number three, DeMar Hamlin. Oh, look at that. Speaking of football, uh, it's a big night for Tig. You say um, tonight the, what is it, the college? College football national championship game. Whoever wins this game is the king of college football going forward. And what time does it start? I need to know what time to come over there and turn off your breaker. Uh, 6.30. 6.30. No, wait, no, uh, 11 o'clock tonight. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, 6.30 kickoff. And what kind of condition will you be in tomorrow? Do you stay up and uh, drink a bunch of no. beers to watch this game, or are you kind of... It, it's hard, you know, if you have to get up like we do to get to the show, that's irresponsible. So, no, I'll be fine. I'll be ready to go. All right. Well, I want you on your best performance tomorrow, all right? Okay, would you ever come in here with your best performance? I will one day. Okay, thanks. One day this year, I will come in here and be okay. the best I can be. All right. Uh, did you see this, that uh, a lady that works at Domino's, I've wondered about this, how much people make uh, in tips. If you're a delivery driver, like pizza? Right. So she did a bunch of deliveries, and here at the end of the night is how much she made on her shift. And this went viral on TikTok. So I just took my first delivery of the night. It was a cash delivery, and his food was forty six seventeen, and he gave me 50 and told me to keep the change. So I just took my 11th and final delivery of the night. They spent $56, and I did not get a tip at all. I got $13 in cash. We have a card that our credit card tips go on, and I have $42.29 going on to my card in the morning. I mean, it's not terrible for a Monday. So in total, Tig, we're looking at uh, $55.29. And that's an addition, I think, if you're a, yeah, if you're, I used to work at a pizza place. If you're a delivery driver, you make the minimum wage, and then you make that fifty-five twenty-nine on top of it. How many hours did it take you to do the 11 pizzas? Do we know that? I mean, if it's a shift, I would assume that's around eight hours. And then she was making, I mean, that's not a bad day, I wouldn't think. It's not the greatest ever, but, I mean, you hear people about uh, working, like, all, we used to know a bunch of bartenders, and they made strictly off tips. And there were nights that came to work, and they were like, I got $18, like, for working all night long. But then when the when there was some big reason to go out, like St. Patrick's Day, they'd get $800 that night. 
Oh, yeah, that's at uh, some places that bartenders around here probably make, you know, a big night, make that kind of money. But we remember we used to have a studio in Jason Aldean's bar there on Broadway in Nashville. And those bartenders, remember, I we asked them how much they made. Mm-hmm. These are just bartenders. Now, hard to get those jobs because they're so, you know, it's always busy there. They were like, we make anywhere from one hundred and fifty to two hundred thousand dollars a year. And I was like, excuse me. <laughs> what? Yeah, I know. It's a, it's a good gig if you get the right gig, I guess. I guess so, but how are people just not, like, going crazy over these jobs? Mm-hmm. I don't know if it'd be worth it, though, because people in uh, on Broadway in Nashville would get so you people go there and just get It's like Bourbon Street, tanked. New Orleans. I mean, it's just crazy. Uh, did you see this? That's uh, a nice story here. An 82-year-old Walmart employee out of Maryland was finally able to retire after a man uh, helped his story go viral on TikTok and raised over a hundred grand on GoFundMe. Here is that guy, Rory, and the former Walmart employee, Butch, talking about the amazing feeling of Butch finally being able to retire. It's got your name on it for $108,682.85. Love you, man. I love you. <laughs> I appreciate it. Uh, I don't say I really deserve it. I just like to talk to people and get along with people. Just never dreamed that this would happen, you know, and I'm, I'm just so excited for him. Very happy. Yeah. I feel like a new man. Well, look at that. What a nice thing to do. You can tell that guy's getting choked up even giving yeah. it to him. I wonder what he did at Walmart. Because when I was younger, I remember Walmart used to have a greeter. And that's where when you walked in, it was just an, it was always a, seemed like an older person would just say hello to you and... Other than that, I don't think they did anything. Well, else. now they have those receipt checkers a lot of times, and they also maybe the uh, self checkout would be good job for him. You know, he just kind of hel- helps you if you have a question, that kind of stuff. I worry though, like now that Butch was uh, still working, still on his feet, active, and all that, if he retires now, that's what they say. They man. say sometimes your health goes downhill unless you got some stuff lined up, some hobbies, and things like that to do. Like if I retired tomorrow, I would just spend the next you know thirty years left in my life just doing nothing. Yeah, that's retirement. You try to do very little. But, I mean, I would really, really do nothing. All right. Like, just lay on the couch all day. It's uh, 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country with Tig and Daniel. 98.5 The Bull Weather, provided by Community Care, your locally owned health plan. It's 98.5 The Bull, today's hot country with Tig and Daniel. Uh, my, my son had uh, another, what do you call it, a milestone in life. What in the world could this be? I thought he was kind of done with milestones. He got tore up by a cat over the weekend. How so? Well, you know, we got a new kitty, right? The kitty's eight weeks old, and, uh, you know, it's adorable, and it likes to play with all the yarn and da-da-da-da. My kid just loves that thing, loves that thing. And uh, we do let him out in the backyard when we're out there with him. I want him to be an indoor-outdoor cat, but people say he's not quite ready to learn, you know, all that stuff yet. But we do let him out in the yard. Well, guess what else you have in Midtown Tulsa? Rabbits? About a million rabbits are out there. Mm-hmm. Now, when my dog goes out in the backyard, the rabbits, they get lost. Never, Don't see a rabbit because I think they think my dog's going to eat them or something, so the rabbits chill. Put that little cat out there this weekend, and the, all, my ra- all the rabbits live under the deck. And so I was like, oh, no, there's rabbits under the deck. I hope the cat doesn't see them and try to go under there. Well, this is the weirdest thing. When my cat was out there, the rabbits just come out and hang out in the yard like nothing's going on. I thought cats, I thought rabbits would hate cats. But they're almost like giving them the finger like, hey, you're not, we're not scared of you, little buddy. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, just keep keep an eye on the cat. Well, anyway, the 
the cat does start to chase one of the rabbits, and the rabbit does hightail it back under the deck, which I don't want it to be under the deck because this thing is, like, worse than a crawl space. There's no way a human could get under it. It's enough for a rabbit to live under, nothing else. And I say to my son, I'm like, Mac, make sure he doesn't go. And he was about a foot. Mac is only left with grabbing the cat's tail. And I think the cat, and it's been totally sweet to us, but the cat probably in his mind, one of these rabbits got me. And he went bananas and, you know, scratching, just aimlessly scratching. Got my got my boy really good. And uh, so he's learned. He's learned about those cats. Cats, oh, yeah. uh, they'll you, tear you up, man. You're going to learn. Uh, my nephew still hasn't learned that lesson that if you pull its tail or something like that, he's only two. Yeah. And the thing just swipes him in the face all the time. One day, <laughs> though, he's going to make the connection that just, hey, when it, I pull if, you tail. Me- if you mess with the cat too much, that uh, the cat will let you know how to it'll train you how to treat it yes does that make sense yes cats will they lay down the law and you just need to follow the law and then you're pretty good with them one thing you're you're going to also learn about having a cat is you said you took a nap or you went to sleep last night on the couch and the cat slept on you Mm -hmm. and uh if the cat sleeps down at your feet or something some cats if they don't like you moving at night because it makes them uncomfortable and they will bite you. They'll bite you or scratch your toes to let you know, like, yeah. hey, when you just better lay as still as you can here, as though you were a mummy. And also, uh, I'm still, like, worried about, because when you have an infant child, they say don't sleep in the bed with them, you know? A lot of parents will do that to get them to calm down, but you don't want to roll over. This thing weighs, I don't even know if it weighs two pounds. I, I'm always freaked. I can't sleep with the cat well because I'm like, if I roll over, you know, I could suffocate You're worried that thing. you're going to smother the cat? Yeah, plus I, I gained a lot of weight. Well, uh, the cat will let you know with meows if you're making it uncomfortable. I didn't consider that. Uh, what if the meows are muffled because of my my body? Your pendulous <laughs> tummy might be leaning over <laughs> it on it. could be. Listen, Tig, we're getting older. You're, you're turning another year older tomorrow, and uh, you got to start looking out for your health. Am I right? Yeah, especially since I just told you I'm concerned that... What, you know, why am I gaining weight? Is there something going on? Uh, you know, there's a state-of-the-art low-dose CT scanner right here in town. It's called Craft Body Scan, and they can detect the smallest ir- irregularities. Months or even years before you experience symptoms of heart disease or cancer, and the early detection, that's the key, right? So Craft Body Scan could save your life, and it's non-invasive. Non-invasive. That gummit, I can't get that right to save my life. Non-invasive. Non-invasive. Non- Evasive. Invasive. Non-invasive. Yeah. That means they don't have to cut you open. Sometimes you hear uh, people say, oh, yeah, yeah, they got to put you on the table just to go in there and see what's going on. Not with Kraft Body Scan. It's non-evasive. And right now, $149 (laughs) couples heart and lung scan. All we got to do now to get started uh, with uh, something that could save your life, actually, is go to... CraftBodyScan.com.